Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where every week we talk about a different Pokemon and read all of their Pokedex entries because they're uh, interesting and weird. They're just um, wet and wild. Yes, a lot of stunts. They're wonderful. Um, a lot of contradictions. Wet stunts. Wet stunts. Oh man, are you ready for the stunts today, Will? I'm ready. I'm uh, very curious what direction the stunts are gonna go in, um, mm. because as listeners may remember, we're at the end of ev- uh, end of an evolution chain again. The end of um, an era. And the end of a bug <laughs> era. Uh, and the the entries leading up to this one have been like surprising. Um, yes, we talked about about Metapod last week, which definitely had some surprising uh, mm-hmm. juicy details. <laughs> surprising uh, vulnerabilities yes. um, that Which I did we... not expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means this week we're talking about Metapod's uh, next and final evolution, Butterfree. It is number 12 in the Pokedex, and it is a bug and flying type now. Um... And it's known as the butterfly pro- Pokemon. Um, all of them, all of, well, last time, what was it? Was it the cocoon Pokemon for Metapod? Yeah. And then it was and the worm Pokemon. The worm Pokemon, which, not accurate. Yes. But the, no, these worm... last two have been accurate. <laughs> Worms don't turn into cocoons or butterflies, <laughs> as far as I know. But yeah. here we are. The Pokedex scientists don't know the difference between a worm and a caterpillar. They're yeah. all just squirmy bugs. <laughs> Them's his words. <laughs> That's why, like, a lot of the Pokemon science is so bad, is that the scientists are just like, gross. Yeah. <laughs> this is all just like an elementary school, like, collaborating <laughs> info or something. Yeah, except that they created life, so, you know. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Butterfree is. Three foot seven inches um, tall. That's... I guess I don't know if that's wingspan or, or height. Uh... Hmm, that's a good question. I feel like it's got to be height. Hmm. You know, because like sometimes, like, three feet, yeah. like when it when it gives us one for like like onyx or something, and it's like forty feet. It's like okay, it's not forty feet tall. It's forty feet long. You know, mm-hmm. but like wingspan doesn't seem like the same. No, although it is, it would be the same if you include like its antenna, like from antenna to toe, it's kind of the same as the wingspan. Um, Yeah, yeah, it is, it is fully spread out, like wingtip to wingtip is probably a comparable length to, yeah, to uh, toe to antenna, toe to tip, uh, toe to tip, that's a butterfree. (laughs) Um... So yeah, in any case, that's a big butterfly, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's a hefty one too. It weighs seventy and a half pounds on average, My goodness. which I think Metapod weighed like twenty. Um, yeah, there's some stuff happening in that cocoon. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what uh, Butterfree looks like, just uh, imagine a butterfly, and make it like as big as a toddler that you could like hug, maybe. Yeah, I mean it doesn't have six legs. It has it has hands 
and feet. Yeah, and like it doesn't appear to have arms or legs. It kind of no. just has hands and feet tacked onto. So it's kind of like a, a bean with like some, a little yeah some hands exactly. and feet there. It's got got a little fang, a couple fangs there. Um, are they fangs? Yeah, they're probably fangs. Those are defo fangs. Yeah, little toothies. Um, yeah, but antenna. it is it is a butterfly. It's a butterfly. Specifically, it looks like it's a model after the uh, Aporia crategi. Which is, I applaud uh, you going for that. Yeah, I figured I'd try it. It's uh, the black-veined white butterfly, which I guess uh, Winston Churchill was super fond of for some reason, according to Wikipedia. Hmm. So naturally, the uh, Pokemon creators had to honor Winston Churchill I, by I guess. using his favorite butterfly yeah. as their design inspiration. Apparently he, like, tried to raise a bunch on his estate and like reintroduce them because they were like they had gone endangered or something but uh they all died uh, so. <laughs> uh, so, sorry Wince. um you didn't have the right skill set for that my dude no but uh but the mostly the wings like the 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 black veined white butterfly has the same, the same eyes and wings. same antenna but also like very similar wings that are just kind of white yeah. with kind of black veins Mm-hmm. Kind of spread throughout them, um, a little more organized of a pattern on Butterfree, I would say. But it's got these big, round, red, shiny eyes that look kind of like mm-hmm. uh, like little gemstones or something. Yeah, like a a smooth gem. Yeah. Um. Not faceted. No. Um, and that's that's what it looks like, I guess. Um, but. It's pretty straightforward as far as design goes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big old butterfly. More or less. Um similarly straightforward is the name. Uh Butterfree is butterfly and free together. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Nothing else going on there. Um, yeah. I was reading Interesting that Oh, go ahead. I was reading a little bit uh like on Bulbapedia they talked about it might have some onomatopoeia going on with the original Japanese because they use like a bata bata like kind of flapping of wings and free mm. as like flapping kind of flying sound okay. so there's, there's something there maybe um, also maybe free like it's free of its cocoon or flying about freely yeah I was going to say that it's free of, of its cocoon it's free of being bound to the earth and it's, I'm it's free of its victimhood. Hopefully. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> is it going to be finally freed from from its victimhood that it has been experiencing for its oh, entire it's, existence? It's free of its. What, what was Metapod dealing with? There was a particular term they used. Uh, uh, hard, like hardship. Yeah, it, it it free of its quietly enduring hardships while awaiting evolution. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it endured those hardships, or and now yeah. it's free. Now it can loudly endure them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so English butterfree, Japanese butterfree, German smetbo, smetbo, French papillusion, papillusion, papillus. Yeah, I don't know. Are L's just L's in in French? Yeah, kinda... it depends. I mm. think I don't okay. know. I don't remember French. <laughs> I think yes. In this case, it is probably pronounced Papillon. Yeah. I think Papillon is 
French for butterfly, maybe? I don't oh, know. Okay. Hopefully no one who speaks French listens to this podcast. Or hopefully they do. I hope we get lots of listeners, but <laughs> yes. they're going to judge me for No, correct feelings. us. Tell us how, how to pronounce or that. it. Yeah. Um, I will say that Smetbo is maybe my favorite uh, name that we've encountered so far. I think it's a great one. Uh, Smetbo. I love it. I wonder... I love it very much. Yeah, I don't think it means anything. Translates to anything. Hold on. It's probably like a portmanteau of some... Some other German words. Smet and Bo? Yes. <laughs> Sure. Smetbo from Schmetterling, maybe? Okay, there's some there's something going on here. From the German Smetbo. So Schmetterling is butterfly. Um, oh, okay. So So that's clearly and a thing. Bo bu with like B O with a uh, umlaut. umlaut means body odor? No, that's that's B. <laughs> Stinky butterfly. <laughs> Bo. Uh... Bo means bow. Well, okay. Thanks for nothing, Pulpedia. Yeah, you're going to have to do more searching than that. Yeah. What if I just copy-paste the umlaut? Ah! So, B and O with an umlaut, which I think is pronounced like B, is a squall. Okay. So... Butterfly storm. Yeah. <laughs> which works i guess with the flying type now um so so there it is folks uh we solved the riddle of smet <laughs> don't worry everybody <laughs> we we got it uh a, a squall of schmetterlings um but okay so that's 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 butterfree in a nutshell or is it i don't know how to take that metaphor in a bug shell yeah also um I've just Googled Papillon. It's all right. We don't need to go down these, <laughs> these foreign language holes anymore. It's it's fine. No, probably not. Um, okay, so let's let's go into the uh, Pokedex entry hole then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this other hole that we choose to uh, explore. This is our hole. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so red and blue says, in battle, it flaps its wings at high speed to release highly toxic dust into the air. Oof, gosh, right off the bat. Strong start, strong Hi. start. Bumping the danger scale up a bit, like, right off the bat. Uh, yep, straight away. Highly toxic dust. Um, which toxic doesn't necessarily mean... What? Like, lethal? lethal. I don't know. Does it? It says poisonous this definition it also is a britney spears music video well yes that's <laughs> that's the most the most classic definition of toxic yes um so it, it at least it's from it says in battle so it's not you know releasing highly toxic dust just all over the place willy-nilly 
Um, I mean, I guess. It's, it's, uh, I'm reading this as basically it knows and uses the move poison powder. Right. But we can, we can go further and say that it's, uh, it's somehow producing a toxic dust that seems to be kept on its wings or, or maybe, maybe on its body and, and just the rapid flapping of its wings shakes it off of its, either its body or its wings. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it does seem to be able to control it. Like, it specifically flaps its wings at high speed in order to release the toxic dust. So normally it doesn't have to flap that that fast in the toxic. But I would think that still maybe some little bits would fall off here. Like, mm-hmm. Butterfree's still yeah. poisonous, you know? There's still poison on, in, or around it. Somewhere on there. Yeah. It's dusting on the wings. Um, I'm on... Uh, kidsbutterfly.org also known as the children's butterfly site We're, this is a really uh, research heavy episode <laughs> so far the The question po- posed on this link in particular says why do butterflies have dust on their wings and it says the dust on butterfly moth wings are modified hairs called scales and the scales have at least four functions so are they mm. are the wings dust or are they scales says they form bright patterns or colors to use in mating maybe um and there's they can advertise bad taste to predators um it can blend into the background uh camouflage dark colors so it mostly just talks about the colors of them but so i guess yeah it's like Moth dust is yeah. that. It's like why are why are they why are they dusty? I guess yeah. I hadn't thought about the fact that they are kind of a a dusty bug. Mm-hmm. And, and I in guess this case, if they're really it's big, poison. Like there's probably a lot of dust on there, and I guess this is this is toxic dust. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you're battling with Butterfree, um, do be careful. Keep your distance, maybe. Yeah, just in case. It's a cute Pokemon, and it looks fairly harmless, but it is poisonous. Indeed, indeed. And it does say, it doesn't just say toxic, it says highly toxic. Highly so toxic. Like, you probably want to keep your distance, I assume. Yeah, I'm not sure where on the scale this ranges from, like, you know, light. I mean, it's probably close to, like, Nidoran levels of lethal, you know? I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll yeah. S- maybe. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll get nothing. I don't know. Let's we'll, find out. Yeah, let's see if it'll tell us how many Indian elephants it can kill. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all go on this journey together. <laughs> Except for Brayden, who probably already read them. No, no, no. So, yellow version says, Its wings, covered with poisonous powders, repel water. This allows it to fly in the rain. Hmm. I mean, it does allow it to fly in the rain. It also means that it's covered in poisonous powder. <laughs> yeah, and... I was hoping it would just be something it released, you know, on command or, you know, in battle, but Mm -hmm. now it really sounds like I can't really get close to my Butterfree. Yeah, Uh, I mean, it could still be that if it isn't flapping its wings at high speed, the powder isn't coming off, but it's definitely just on the wings, mm -hmm. coating the wings, covered with poisonous powder. So you probably don't want to, like, pet it, no. That's probably not a great idea. Yeah. Oh man. Sorry, I, I, I keep. It's it's so easy to dive into research uh, holes <laughs> with 
Pokemon that are just animals, kind of. Like, yeah, because it's like, well, tell me about the real-world analog of this. Yeah, so I'm, re- I'm reading an article in Scientific American that says, what do butterflies do when it rains? Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, it says, for the monarch and other butterflies, this is not a trivial matter. An average monarch weighs roughly 500 milligrams. Large raindrops have a mass of 70 milligrams or more. A raindrop this size striking a monarch would be equivalent to you or I being pelted by water balloons with twice the mass of bowling balls. Oof, a doofa. <laughs> Alright. But Butterfree is pretty big. Like, yeah. yeah. Is, is rain really gonna stop this big beautiful bug i think maybe the concern is that its wings would become waterlogged you know Mm. like because Mm. they are bug wings that are probably sort of like papery thin you know like the membrane of a butterfly's wings is is pretty thin and right you know so if it got wet and like soggy and just kind of like got like a wet paper bag then <laughs> that would be oh, a no. sad sad sight very much so <laughs> little waterlogged butterfree trudging along on its feet oh just trying to get to school <laughs> <laughs> it does have those little feet but we don't actually have any photo evidence of it using them no we don't i would ever see it on the ground i wonder if i could learn any moves like mega kick or something i would love to see it <laughs> kick someone's ass just <laughs> Um, okay, so, well, wings, the poisonous powders, which are highly toxic, repel water. Pretty handy powders. Water, arguably, the least toxic of substances, so. (laughs) I guess so. It it wants wants nothing to do with that poison. (laughs) One way of looking at it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Have you, can I make a brief aside? Oh, yes. Um. Have you seen the movie Evolution? Yeah, a long David time Duchovny. ago. Yeah, yeah. So the the sp- spoiler warning for the movie Evolution <laughs> for all of our listeners. Um, at the end of the movie, they decide that like the way they're going to kill this thing, they like trace. They're like, we're carbon-based life forms. And if you go down three and over one from carbon on the periodic table of elements, you find arsenic, which is the poisonous to us. Uh These things are made of such and such an element. And if you do the same move on the periodic table of elements, then that should give us the poison that will kill them. And it's like, yo, that's never how any of that has worked. That's the most bananas (laughs) thing. And then it turns out that like, the reason they do that is like that element is a primary ingredient in head and shoulders shampoo. And so it turns out that the way that they have to kill the monster is to like jet a bunch of head and shoulders inside of it. That's that's some good like plot based product placement. I know it like it, the final act of the movie is fully centered around head and shoulders. Like I have to assume that they like single handedly funded this movie or something. (laughs) Like it's the whole thing. So you're saying, uh, by my logic, I could be, I could be writing the, the next evolution. Oh, uh yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, you have it in you. I think that's very much uh the logic we run into though in in Pokemon world as well. Your logic of like water is like the anti-poison. <laughs> yes. So it is the poison to Butterfree. Yeah, same thing. And it repels it. 
mm-hmm. letting it fly in the rain. So if you th- if you thought you were safe out there in the rain and there were no no butterflies to bother you, uh, I mean there are again. definitely Pokemon that might be considered dangerous that don't go out in the rain. Like no, if I'm... it's stormy, probably no Ghastly. Sure. The Charmanders sure. around. I'm know. only worried about butterflies, though, and especially really big ones. <laughs> well, the rain will do you no good. I just can't stand the soldiers things. on. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, well, uh, speaking of soldiering on, what does it? What does it do? Gold version tells us that it collects honey every day. It rubs honey onto the hairs on its legs to carry it back to its nest. Oh man, I don't want to eat your hairy leg honey. <laughs> <laughs> now this is pretty weird. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes, don't... because they're they're describing a real life bug behavior. Yeah, except honey. No is the byproduct of bees. Bees make honey out of nectar that they collect from flowers. Right. So I don't know if this is a translation thing or if (laughs) what they're basically telling me is that Butterfree is raiding beehives (laughs) every day to collect honey. Every day. Gosh. Because that's where honey, like honey don't come from flowers. It comes from bees. No, you haven't met uh, the whatever pokemon that's made out of honey or something that it <laughs> kills yeah and harvests that butterfree butterfree rubs its hairy legs onto <laughs> it and just takes its honey because no, there's um the hairy legs thing is a is a whole thing uh right like but they use it to collect like pollen like or they incidentally collect pollen right or you know and then and then help pollinate other flowers but like yeah i i don't uh, there is you know there's bee Pokemon. There, what, what's that one that's like looks well, like a beehive? There's like Beedrill, honeycomb. and then there's uh, Vespa Queen, yeah, which is Vespa... the evolved form of uh, Combi. Combi is Com- what I was thinking of. Um, Combi just looks like a real, real chump. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, so can't you imagine uh, <laughs> Butterfree just like assaulting Combi and stealing its honey? I guess. I assume. So. Since it looks like a combination of a bee and a honeycomb, yeah, the oh, most honey-based of critters. Well, okay, uh, let's. I'm gonna do a little quick looking ahead. Well, okay, one of one of Combi's abilities is honey gather. So, yes, they definitely do stuff with honey. Looking just cursorily at the uh, Pokédex entries. Well, it's it's this in Pearl that they collect and deliver honey. So where are they getting it from, if not themselves? There, there is clearly some sort of font of honey in this world <laughs> that the, all these bugs are gathering it from. Or maybe it's maybe just from real bees. Maybe there's a bunch of real bees in the Pokemon world that and aren't they've got Pokemon. like honey lying around. Like there's real Indian elephants allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. And it could be that, you know, all these bug Pokemon are just stealing honey from real bees or maybe, every single day. Maybe Butterfree is just raiding Pokemarts and just stealing honey. <laughs> flies in there, dumps honey all over its legs, and then flies back to its nest. Yeah, and uh, when the, the employee asks if it's going to pay for it, it just says free because it's Butterfree. And then it leaves. 
I have to go to sleep. <laughs> you don't got time for jokes? <laughs> I think that's generous. <laughs> okay. All okay. right. Okay. Well, so, honey, that's a mystery. Definitely. Yeah, Maybe that... we'll find out more. Probably, Probably not. not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do really enjoy the version of this world where Butterfree gets by entirely by just stealing <laughs> from other creatures. Yes. It's I mean it's it's been uh it's been through enough hardships, I think. Yeah, you know, the whole world has looked at it as food. It's time it looked at some other things as food, you mm-hmm. know? Time to time to put the shoes on the other feet. The yes. Very little feet. <laughs> Um, wait, silver oh, oh, version. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. sorry, sorry, sorry. Rewind, rewind. Um, uh huh. Hairs it on up. its legs. It it doesn't have legs. Yeah, it visibly does not have legs, it's unless g- those long feet are. Yeah, it's got two big old legs. paddle feet, but I don't. There's they're pretty clearly supposed to be feet. There's no the way hair it moves and holds them. Their feet. So I guess it's like hobbit feet, which you know, feet honey <laughs> is way worse than leg honey. I would argue, but. Yeah, I mean, at least the feet aren't like touching the ground, seemingly ever. Yeah, hopefully they're probably not. just covered in honey. Ugh. They're not feet; they're just honey gathering devices. <laughs> a little gross. There's <laughs> little honey paddles. Okay, okay, we we can continue. All now. right, I, silver I just... version. <laughs> I grossed you out of having this conversation. Um, silver version says. Water repellent powder on its wings enables it to collect honey even in the heaviest of rains. So every day it's got to collect honey, and sometimes it rains. Doesn't matter. Rain, sleet, snow, or hail. It will. I'm getting that honey. Collect that honey. Even uh, if it's like super heavy rain. The heaviest. The heaviest rain. Uh, now, what about hail? What happens when there's a hailstorm? Does Butterfree have to go back inside Ooh. at that point? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it would still be okay. It's Well, hail's just... Is hail water? Yes. Then it's uh, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's totally resistant to water. I mean, it's frozen water. <laughs> I guess we already established that it's not phased by being hit by the rain. We're just trying not to waterlog the wings, so hail would not be yeah. a concern. It, it doesn't say liquid water repellent. It says water repellent. Okay, well... <laughs> um, I, uh, I do like the sort of... The implication is that Butterfree has a leg up on the competition here. Mm. Like other bugs are out there collecting honey every day, but not when it's raining. But mm. Butterfree is still out there yeah. every single day. Doesn't give a hoot. Gotta get that honey. Mm-hmm. Um, powder on its wings. It's uh... casually not mentioning that that water repellent powder is also highly toxic. Yes, yes. Um, I'm I am curious if uh. If the well, how the heaviest of rains compares to um, water-based attacks from other Pokemon, mm-hmm. like can it just kind of shrug those off, or or what? It's bugs, bugs and flying I mean, have no, no natural resistance to water type moves, but right, but also no weakness. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Maybe maybe like an ability uh, for Butterfree to have some kind of defense against water stuff. Maybe. Yeah, but like its wings will just sort of. But, I mean, similarly, it, we were saying it's not the impact that we were worried about. It's right. the water logging. But yeah. in the case of, like, a water attack, it's mm-hmm. probably the impact that is going to mess you up. Yeah. 
I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why water gun damages people, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, good news, Will. I found out where the honey comes from. Uh-oh. Uh, it's in our next entry here. All right, crystal version. It flits from flower to flower, collecting honey. It can even identify distant flowers in bloom. You're wrong, Pokemon. <laughs> no. I'm upset that they have... I'm upset. This is like three generations in. They've had ample time to to correct their errors. To not talk about honey coming from flowers. Because that is not how that works. Uh, uh, well, I guess in Pokemon world... Flowers evolved so. differently, mm-hmm. and, and they just they just cut out the middleman. They're just making the honey themselves. Yeah, you know the world adapted. the The bees went missing or something, <laughs> and and the flowers adapted to produce their own dang honey. Because I mean, the flowers didn't need honey. <laughs> yeah, in the but first they. Place. But we want honey, and the flowers yeah. want us to need it, so they so we can keep them around. Yeah, they attracted different pollinators with with honey yes so that that is where uh i'm going with our alternate future earth pokemon world mm-hmm. flower honey flowers <sighs> honeysuckle what's I mean, that does that have honey it has nectar hmm. but people call it honeysuckle because it tastes sweet i mean i guess okay, that okay. that's what it is is like honey nectar what's the difference really yeah um, in this world, we're we're calling what is being produced by a flower honey, and maybe it is thicker and stickier and sweeter, and you know. I think uh, I think clearly someone definitely... writing for this game just didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Leaving us to figure out the bees slack. were just running around, but that's the thing is they they didn't know what they were talking about, and then two games later they were like still didn't know what they were talking about, no. or were like we're doubling down on this dumb stuff that someone said. <laughs> I am adding to our to our show notes that uh, in the world of Pokemon, honey is produced. Buy flowers. Um, <laughs> they I, said it. I, I, it's... I accept that this is probably never going to be a point of discussion ever again, <laughs> but I need I need to say this. If it ever comes up again, I'm going to catch them in a contradiction when they start talking about combi creating honey. I'm sure. Like, ah, no. <laughs> well, just, flowers do I mean, that. It doesn't say flower honey only comes from flowers, but... That's, oh, apparently, man. that's the only place that Butterfree's getting it. Honey is just being produced by everyone, I guess. <laughs> everyone is, produces honey this, naturally. This is bothering me more <laughs> than it should. There's a lot of bodies and a lot of honey on the bodies. <laughs> okay, so looks like we're doubling down, though, on our next entry still. Mm-hmm. Ruby and Sapphire. I can't believe you let me down. <laughs> the best generation for Pokedex entries. Ruby and Sapphire says, Butterfree has a superior ability to search for delicious honey from flowers. <laughs> it can even search out, extract, and carry honey from flowers <laughs> that are blooming over six miles from its nest. I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel twice in this entry they were like uh-huh yeah from flowers you know stupid from, from there any hint of possible like education this game could be getting to kids is just like nope we're just gonna tell them some wrong stuff and it's like the thing is like it's an it's almost a fact like it's it's, <laughs> it's sort close of. to telling you how things work in the real world 
it's like one step removed. Like, yeah, <laughs> bugs collect. They collect like future honey yeah. from flowers. <laughs> Proto honey. Uh, but delicious, delicious honey from flowers. <laughs> it okay. can even search out, extract, and carry honey from flowers that are blooming over six miles from its nest. That's a pretty good range. Yeah, can it? It's just got a. It can't smell everything from six miles away, but it can smell like honey. Mm-hmm. I mean, last entry said it can even identify distant flowers in bloom. So yeah, it's got like a a powerful honey sensor that lets it pick up flowers in bloom. It's got those big antenna. Away. Yeah. Um, gosh, and I, I guess it's got to have a pretty wide radius to be able to collect this stuff every day, or maybe I don't know, honey. Maybe the the mist. Magical honey flower produces honey every day. I, I mean, mean, if it's got that kind of range, I assume it has to like bop around a little bit. Probably. You know? I mean, it's um, it's maybe it's competing with other butterfree and right. Honey. I wonder if they're territorial. Hmm. You know, because if one of them is ranging six hmm. miles from its nest, like how how much of that territory is just it? Well, you know? how, mu- how much overlap? Without uh, spoiling one of the future entries, I will say. Yes, it is territorial. Ooh, yeah. interesting. We'll get Intriguing. to that later, though. Yeah. Um, f- for now, we've got more or less a retread from the next one, though. Um, I do. I want to note their use of a, a superior ability to search yes. for delicious honey from flowers. We've tried, and they just outpace us every time. <laughs> and I guess other bugs, too. Yeah. Like, seems like Butterfree is the best at this specific thing. Yeah, you'd, you'd think some of these more honey-themed Pokemon, like Beedrill or Combi. Right. I think bee drill is they kind of they took the aspect of bees that is they can sting you. Yeah, and I guess that it's, was it's, that was the focus. It's much more of a wasp than a bee. Yes, yes, it is. Gosh, bee drill's gonna be a scary one to talk about. Mm. Yeah, wasps <laughs> are monsters. Mm. Okay. I mean, that's that is one where I I feel extremely confident that. Uh, the Pokemon itself will not be scarier than real life wasps. Hmm. Just not not because it sucks so much to get stung or whatever, but just because of like some of the things that wasps do to reproduce, like oh yeah yeah yeah, lay their eggs inside of live things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that probably won't happen in Pokemon. No, I assume. I hope not. I hope. <laughs> oh God, I hope. I hope. Yeah. Okay, but back back to the well, seemingly less. Sinister one that is apparently highly toxic, but <laughs> yeah, definitely less sinister, uh, visibly less sinister. Um, so our next entry is from Fire Red, and it says the wings are protected by rain repellent dust. As a result, this Pokemon can fly about even in the rain. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Again, backpedaling on the whole the dust is highly toxic. Yes. Thing. It's just rain repellent, you know. It's like I would say they already covered the toxic dust thing, so they don't have to bring it up again. But they also really thoroughly covered the rain thing yeah. already. <laughs> so like, it's weird. And usually, like the fire red, leaf green ones are more or less just repeats of old ones. But this one seemed like it wanted to reiterate some stuff in a new way, I guess. But 
Yeah. Rain repellent dust, I guess. They want you to be very impressed by its ability to fly about, even in rain. Mm. Mm. Or or maybe they just thought you were like very worried that your Pokemon was going to get hurt by the rain. Don't worry. <laughs> don't, it's fine. don't worry about it. You can't fly on it, probably, but it'll be probably. okay. It is a flying type, but... I don't think it's going to fly. I would be surprised. I would not be surprised if in, like, the first generation, it just didn't learn any flying-type moves. I think it learned, like, Whirlwind, which is hmm? not a great flying move, but, yeah. Wait, what's Whirlwind do? Is that one of the ones that is just, like, makes an enemy retreat? Yeah, it switches them out or something. Okay, I was thinking it was some sort of high-powered flying nah, move, but nah, no. Not, not great. But um, but tell me, Will, what, what does a Butterfree love? <sighs> Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum says, It loves the honey of flowers and can locate flower patches that have even tiny amounts of pollen. Pollen? Well, is it pollen or is it honey? Because those are fully different things. Listen, Will, uh, Butterfree can't help what it loves. It's honey or pollen. I don't know. I didn't realize that I needed to like turn the game down on my mic for this episode because I didn't realize I was going to be yelling about honey. I didn't realize it was going to exasperate you this much. Quite this much. Um. Well, okay. I guess pollen and honey. Like there might be pollen in honey, but I don't think it's like integral to the creation of honey. I'm pretty mm. sure. Yeah. That pollen has very little to do with honey. Mm-hmm. Um. It's so weird. It loves the honey of flowers. You know what I love about flowers, Will? It's their honey. <laughs> I love to pick a flower and just give it a big old sniff and then just slurp up that honey. <laughs> I, I guess this phrasing kind of implies that there is honey from other sources. Because Butterfree loves the honey of flowers. Not the, not <laughs> not the, the honey, honey of, of man. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not the honey of man, or the honey of combi, or, you know, it's the honey of flowers that really is yes. Butterfree's focus. And the way they say it, though, it makes it sound like all flowers have honey if you just look hard enough. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not specific types of flowers, just flowers make honey. Mm. Um, and it can locate flower patches that have even tiny amounts of pollen, unrelated. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I guess pollen must be a good indicator of the presence of honey. Sure, sure. Uh, this is. I'm learning way more about flowers in the Pokemon world than I am about Butterfree. I think. Yeah, actually, that is. We we've got some some strange. I mean, of course there are strange flowers. Some of them are alive. Like it's yeah, sure. You know, things are weird. Certainly, mm-hmm. but uh, boy, um. I guess the pollen is is the source of its uh, sort of extrasensory awareness. Mm. Why did I think... I, I always think that Butterfree is a psychic type. One of the first moves it learns is confusion. Like, it learns some psychic moves. Um, That's why I'm... I guess that is the source of my confusion. Huh. <laughs> um, but it is no indication so far of it having any... Abilities, at least from these entries, like I guess it's I was, maybe yeah, just I the mean, antennas and the big eyes make it kind of look like it might have some weird powers. I don't know. 
I mean, I was going to make guesses about its ability to find flowers six miles away as sure. being some sort of like psychic power or yeah. something. But I mean, you know, no, um, it is weird that it learns a psychic move and yet like doesn't learn any flying move anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's first gen. They were, they were being crazy. Definitely. Um, gosh, before we start, the sun and moon and ultra sun and moon entries. I just want to take a moment to appreciate how, how different they always go with the sun and moon ones. They always, they, they never seem to reiterate stuff. I feel like, right. Um, yeah. Like they're not always the, as long as, as Ruby and Sapphire, but I think they have more, more juicy info in, in general. Yeah. Seemingly. Yeah. That, that is, that is definitely a trend that is appearing. Like, the first few games, they tend to repeat themselves a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Ruby and Sapphire will say something like longer, but that will probably still repeat itself. Yeah. And then Sun and Moon will usually bring something new to the table. Which, yeah, props props to those writers, I guess, for the Sun and <laughs> yeah. Moon games. Like, if there's, if there's one thing that this podcast has done, it's teach us to appreciate the writing staff on <laughs> some very specific <laughs> Pokemon games. Yes, yes. Um... But so yeah, if that if that's not hype enough for the sun and moon entries, I guess we should get right into it. This first yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Let's let's see what they what they've got for us. Um, sun says close examination of its lar- of its large eyes reveals that each eye is composed of a myriad of tiny eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Which like, okay, I guess that's. Technically, That's... kind of what compound eyes are, but I've never heard them described as an <laughs> eye made up of, of a myriad of tiny eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a faceted eye. Like, <laughs> I like that it, within one sentence they are contradicting. Like, close examination of its large eyes reveals that they are in fact a myriad of tiny eyes, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is. They must be extremely tiny because, like mm-hmm. all of these pictures of Butterfree, its eyes are very like shiny and smooth yeah. and do not look at all faceted. I guess you can tell a little bit, maybe in like some of the early uh, sprites and like the black and white ones. Like it's got yeah. a little bit it there with less bit color, more like with some like cross hatching there. Yeah, but it's just. Uh... I mean, it's a weird thing about bugs in general, but Butterfee is a really big bug with big old eyes. Yeah, that's the thing. Is actually... like compound eyes are interesting, but also, what if compound eyes that were like as big as your head? Yeah. You know? Well, not as big as your head, but still pretty dang big. Yeah, bigger bigger than your eyes, certainly. Yes. Um, yeah, very large and and very visible to you. <laughs> Just, when uh, I googled compound eyes, the first result that I got was a Bulbapedia entry for the ability compound eyes in Pokemon. Yes. Uh, Google's, Google's onto us, I think. The algorithm's got me. It's got me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, the, the way they word it, though, is what really gets me it's just like it's actually made up of a bunch of tiny eyes and it's like <laughs> that's not a great that's a really kind of horrifying way to introduce the concept of compound yeah. eyes to someone like yeah like you could explain it in a way that was less terrifying than that and i guess it was like pretty simple and efficient but like it was also pretty terrifying <laughs> oh now we're on uh ask so 
Uh, I just oh God, I, I googled compound eyes and I found an image that I uh, appreciated. Yes, that's a good uh, image. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, compound You're eyes. You're welcome, podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, um, it's got compound eyes. That which that is sense. a lot, a lot less uh, weird than saying it has a million eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Each of those is just a cluster it of has, eyes. It has countless eyes. Um, yeah, that's gross and creepy. Um, and I don't think it's how compound eyes work. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I think it kind of is. Like, I think when I was reading, it depends about it, on you know, how you want to define eye. Yeah, I guess. like if it has like a cornea and a something or something. Like, I was mm. there's there's some semantics to it, but you know, sure. So I guess maybe it isn't quite so terrifying, you know. Yeah. If if that if that technically could describe compound eyes in the real world, then maybe it's not so upsetting. Yeah. Still the phrasing. Yeah, it's weird. Um. So Moon version is next. Moon says, when attacked by other Pokemon, it defends itself by scattering its poisonous scales and fluttering its wings. Okay. So the dust is scales. Right, which we which is, know because of our research yeah. mm-hmm. is accurate. Yes, um, and they're poisonous, and it will defend itself by scattering them and fluttering its wings. So it's this is kind of reiterating like the very first entry, but kind of uh, expounding on it a bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's got. It doesn't say that it's scattering the scales by fluttering its wings. It says that it's scattering the scales and fluttering its wings yeah. to defend itself. Sure. Which, I guess... Of those two defense mechanisms, I feel like the former is much more I mean, <laughs> if it, effective. If it can learn some good flying-type moves, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Get a good gust going, or a gust? I guess, I don't know. <laughs> gust is the only one I can... It can't learn pack, so... Yeah, no. Um. So, yeah. And I guess, you know, it scatters its scales, it flutters its wings, that probably kicks the scales back up. Yeah. Up into the air, and then it's just a whole toxic cloud around Uh, it. Lovely. Poisonous powder. Mm -hmm. Drink it up. Sweeter than honey. (laughs) Um, Probably made of honey. Look, who knows? Everyone's made of honey. It's all it eats. (laughs) Every... Let's add the honey scale to this. How much of Butterfree is honey? Um, okay, so this next entry, I think, is a good one. I like it a lot. All right, Ultra Sun says, Its wings are covered in toxic scales. If it finds bird Pokemon going after Caterpie, Butterfree sprinkles its scales on them to drive them off. Yes. That is very good. Vindication for Caterpie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, everyone looks at Caterpie as food, but if Butterfree is around... It'll look out for a little Caterpie. Yes. I remember being you <laughs> That's, and how hard it was. It sucked. You tenacious little worm. <laughs> <laughs> I see you climbing. <laughs> uh, so, because when we first talked about Caterpie, it looked it looked dire. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Very. But maybe, and presumably, Caterpies would flock to habitats where there are more butterfree. Right. Just naturally, they would survive more there. Right. So... It's not all grim news. Yeah, for someone's someone's looking out for Caterpie. At least someone has Caterpie's back. Yeah, I like because you know that's not always the case with bugs or animals. Like they 
they don't always look out for like their yeah, like their entire butterf- species. Butterflies don't care about caterpillars. They're not going to no. like take care of them. Yes, but but Butterfree remembers. <laughs> <laughs> but Butterfree remembers. Um. Yeah, and it's but it's like. You know, there's always going to be more Caterpie than Butterfree because life is hard for a Caterpie and a lot of them die before they become Butterfree, mm-hmm. right? Right. So there, there's there's not enough friendly Butterfree to go around, <laughs> but if they do see a Caterpie, they will help out. Yes. Which is, it's that's that's good. That's so that's really reassuring after it is after two pretty kind of dismal episodes in terms of survivability <laughs> like yeah this is this is a beacon of of hope mm-hmm. a bright poisonous water repellent beacon of hope also specifically calling out bird pokemon as the antagonist <laughs> yeah. of caterpie those dang birds even though they said basically everyone looks at it as food seems like birds are the well the e- real even culprits. people who aren't gonna eat it they're like hey that's food <laughs> That's food Pokemon right there. <laughs> hey, birds, eat up. There's food here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Gather these and feed them to my Fero. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, our, our last entry, I think, <gasps> is uh, is going gonna, is gonna to make you feel better. <laughs> this is interesting. Ultramoon. Nectar from pretty flowers is its favorite food. In fields of flowers, it has heated battles with cutie fly for territory. <laughs> All right, this is very good for a couple of reasons. Yeah, so two two big parts of this. Um, nectar. Part the part the first. We've ditched the nectar. honey. Thank God. After, but like after like six games, they were finally like, okay, we should. We should fix that. It's, I guess uh, <laughs> it's just these. It was twenty seventeen. They were like, okay. We gotta stop letting people think that we think honey comes from flowers. <laughs> or did they like? Did it take them that long to realize that there had been like some weird translation Maybe. going on? Like, like I imagine there's somewhat different writers changing from game to game, and maybe looked at the other ones, and they're like, "Eh, that's that doesn't actually make sense." I'm just gonna whoop, change that to nectar for the new ones. So if we were uh fundamentalists you know mm-hmm. just fundamentalist pokédex readers mm-hmm. we could choose to read this as like it gathers honey every single day it uh, brings it back to its nest always on its honey grind mm-hmm. but nectar is actually its favorite food <laughs> <laughs> It's a separate thing entirely. Honey is just the easiest to gather. <laughs> and listen, it loves the honey of flowers, but nectar from pretty nectar flowers. Nectar from pretty flowers is its favorite That's food. That's the best Also, stuff. I guess the attractiveness, the relative attractiveness of the flower is <laughs> is is, is, is uh, important yes, to Butterfree. definitely. Um, Josh, uh, maybe... And maybe this whole time they've they've meant to say nectar instead of honey, like or yeah, like the two words are interchangeable in the world of Pokemon. Maybe it's just nectar a, uh, is honey is nectar. Yeah, maybe something just got lost in translation for like ten years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but Ultra Moon, I like to think is is uh, setting the record straight. Yeah, settling accounts in a very fun they way. Me, they heard me yelling, and <laughs> yeah. Uh. Who knows? Maybe uh, ten years from now, when we have three more entries for Butterfree, 
they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll stick to the nectar train of thought. Yeah, or go back to honey. Who knows? <laughs> um, um, but oh. the second part, also very important. Heated battles. With cutie fly. With cutie fly. <laughs> well, I can't imagine having a heated battle with anyone. With anything. Um, Let me just real quick Google cutie fly so that I remember. Oh, yeah, cutie fly. Oh, yeah. I remember. I think I had a cutie fly cutie. on my team. Yeah, cutie fly is a bug fairy type. It is four inches and 0. 0.4 pounds. Um, I'm sorry. Heated battles? <laughs> I don't think so. It's so tiny. It's It's... So tiny. Um, and Butterfree is three foot tall. I guess, maybe, maybe, swarms of cutie fly Ooh. are competing with single Butterfree. Gosh, and that could be you a know? heated battle. Yeah. Would you rather Would you fight? Rather fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hundred, hundred... One three foot bug or a hundred four inch bugs? Oof, gosh, probably the one I can... I can punch reliably. Yeah, I gotta go with the big bug, as unpleasant as that would be. Yeah. But this just means I need, like, a big sword or something. Or a mm-hmm. big net. I really just love the, like... They're two very cute bug Pokemon that they have chosen <laughs> to be, like, they meet in battle. <laughs> Heated battle. Over the nectar of the Over prettiest the flowers. Pretty flowers. <laughs> Imagine a beautiful field of flowers and some cute bug Pokemon, and then they murder each other. <laughs> yes, their favorite uh, nectar is from the pretty flower stained in the blood of cutie fly. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it talks about Butterfree. In- oh, it does. Ooh. Okay. okay. It calls out Butterfree in cutie fly's entries. Spoiler alert. Okay. Just, just a taster for our future cutie fly episode yeah, someday. So hopefully. That episode isn't years from now, and we have to do a throwback to this one. But, uh, uh, years. This podcast has no death. Yes. Welcome to Beyond um, the Ball. You're in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Well, things did get better. Things did get better yeah. for this this creature. We ended on a, I think. a good note, I think, for yeah, Caterpie, the Caterpie line in general. It seems to, you know, like, it, it's out there gathering food every day. So, you know, like, it's it still has to work to make mm-hmm. a living. But, like, it's not having to hide from predators, seemingly. In fact, it's driving off predators. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. it's beating up the all the bullies that used to harass it. <laughs> it's, it's getting honey. Getting that come up and it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's... It's gone. It got. I was a little worried for a second, but uh, it's it's gone a lot better than than Porygon's evolution chain has. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was just went from bad to bad to bad. <laughs> yeah, just never never really changed. No, but I Butterfree is uh, a beacon of poisonous hope. <laughs> um, although a it's toxic, dusty beacon of hope. Although it's not poison type, I think. If yeah, the, a lot of talk about poison for a non-poison type. I think if it could, Butterfree would be bug-flying-poison-psychic-type. But <laughs> Honestly, it should be bug-poison-type. Because even though it can yeah. fly, it shouldn't be a fly. You know? like Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a flying type. It's got no feathers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Types. Types are weird. Flying-type in particular is weird. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
Okay, so deadliness. Let's start there. It's mm, more yes, deadliness, deadly, but how much more deadly? Uh, significantly more deadly. I mean, we don't, we don't know if it's like deadly to humans. Uh, it's highly toxic, but I don't it is know, highly toxic. I don't know what that means exactly. Um, I would have to assume it might not kill me, but it'll definitely mess me up. I feel like highly toxic to me means at least that like if you sat there and continued to eat it, like you would die. Yeah, sure. You know, sure. you could theoretically die. Yeah. You if you get exposed to butterfree dust, you probably want to at least see a doctor. Highly toxic chemicals can be life-threatening upon exposure to relatively small amounts. There you go. According to some very I think we have to go Googling. relatively high because, like, mm. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like Butterfree will intentionally poison you. No. Maybe, maybe if you, like, attacked it and, like, tried to hurt it, it would defend itself. Sure. Um, Especially if you try to attack a Caterpie. Yeah, or if you're trying to eat a Caterpie, <laughs> then it might dust you. Um, so I, I don't think it's, like, dangerous by virtue of just existing and being in the world, mm-hmm. but I do think that it is potentially dangerous. It's think, poisonous. What do you think about six? I was thinking five or six, I yeah. Think, I think five probably feels right. I think so too. Because I, I just don't want to like because a lot of the a lot of our previous uh high deadliness ratings are going to Pokemon that will actively like mess you up yeah just by you know like they'll either like kind of hunt you or like <laughs> they'll just hurt you by existing butterfree is probably not going to do that but no. it is poisonous so you probably want to avoid it yeah so five seems right to me yeah um okay and i, so- I want to give it humanity points just for the like caterpie defense thing just yeah. because i like that so yeah um, points for defending its own i think mm-hmm. that i think that tracks um points for uh, the hustle and grind. It's getting that honey. <laughs> um, and maybe points for territorial. I don't know. That's pretty animal. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes well, and I mean, like hustle and grind can kind of be animal too. But sure, sure. I I do think the the defending and I mean honestly defending the young. But that's that's when it's specifically your young and Butterfree seems to just defend any Caterpie. So yeah. like, I feel like that is a little more human, slightly more altruistic maybe. Um, I don't know if I can really get much higher than a three though. Like, it's still a butterfly. Yeah, it's it's a big old butterfly, but that's. That's three seems it. good to me. Yeah. Okay, so a three and a five. Or three and a five. Or a five Up and a three. A one and a one. Depending on how you have your HD scales stacked. Yeah, I actually usually have humanity before danger, but I feel like we always talk about danger first mm. because humanity is so difficult. Yeah. Anyway. Humanity. Oh, how difficult. <laughs> <laughs> the difficulties of humanity. Um... Okay. Um, parting parting thoughts on on the butterfly Pokemon. Um, the honey nectar thing was a journey. Uh, <laughs> yes. I um, yeah, I definitely thought Butterfree was psychic, but not so much. It's definitely more of just like a pretty straightforward butterfly yeah. type. 
it's uh i like i like the design overall it's very basic but like it a good i don't know it gets the job done like it, it tweaks enough of mm-hmm. like the core dna of a butterfly to make it kind of interesting yeah it's still clearly a, a pokemon mm-hmm. you know i like the color scheme um purple is always good uh i guess that's gonna do it for us today uh thank you for for listening to us talk about honey and flowers <laughs> and butterfree <laughs> thanks for listening to us talk about honey but mostly <laughs> or about butterfree but mostly honey yes uh, uh, yeah, join us next week when we talk about this Pokemon. Long pause. Yeah, Longer uh, pause than we uh, needed. Because it's like, going to have a super long... Super long cry. It's not. We know they already. Never, they, I think they're like all... Well, sometimes they're longer. We'll see. Yeah. We don't even know what we're, we're doing next yet. It's exciting. Um, But yeah, uh... Thank you to PokemonTV.net for their useful info gathering. Thanks to Bulbapedia, because I use them for some stuff every now and then. Uh, yeah, they, we can throw them a thanks every yeah, now and again. Yeah, um, And thank you uh, for for telling a friend about Beyond the mm. Ball and spreading the thanks good word. Spreading the good Pokemon word. Like Butterfree, spreading its hairy honey legs. <laughs> I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yuck. Um, My name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball.